You're listening to We Want To Be Better with Annie and Bianca. The podcast too cheap to afford intro music, so this is us playing on a child's piano. More like this is us performing a crime against music. Hey, we'll get better. That's what the podcast is all about. (laughs) We want to be better, yeah. Uh, all right, let's take it away Broadway style. We want to be better. We want to be better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That wasn't too bad. That was awful. <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> the We Want to Be Better Christmas Special. Because it's the uh, time of the year. Most wonderful time. Hey, oh, yeah. Can't play commercial music. Can't play commercial music, but so, um, it everyone is... ignore that. <laughs> ignore that. It is Christmas time. And, and look, we understand that not everybody celebrates it, and we wish we could do something on every religious ceremony, but we would be way in, out of our depth since we know nothing. 100%. Well, we have no personal experience. That's it. it, and I don't want to. Uh, talk on something that I don't know about. So we're going with Christmas. We're going with Christmas because we've grown up with Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we've grown up with Christmas. I, um, My family used to really go hardcore for Christmas. Really? really hardcore. So you're from a hardcore Christmas Hardcore family. Christmas family. Um, I think it's just like, you know, it's a big celebration. But when we were little, our parents would hire a professional Santa. <laughs> yeah. To come okay. to the house. Yeah. And deliver I gifts. thought the fact that I went to church every single Sunday of the year in an Irish sort of Catholic family and that, you know, night before Christmas we were at church mm. and I'd be singing all the hymns and stuff was hardcore. No, you win. You yeah, Santa. Well, you're hardcore religious. We're just hardcore commercialism. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but we used to hire a Santa and, you know, this guy, I mean, it would always, like, go pretty well, I guess. But one year, this Santa Claus rocks up to the house and he is blind drunk right right i'm talking blind drunk now because you know we're croatians and we're big drinkers they invited santa in and just come and chill with us santa because it was his last job for the night so santa ended up getting boozed up with my family in australia see i don't think that this is like (laughs) a common thing throughout the world because i hear that most people give milk and cookies Mm. but all of the kids put out a stubby for (laughs) santa i'm not surprised santa turned up drunk on christmas day he'd been working hard on christmas eve getting all of those presents out to all the kids around the world well actually he got drunk before he did the rounds really because it was you know before we went to bed so my parents So it wasn't on christmas it was christmas eve Oh, so Santa comes over. Santa's <laughs> drink slaying. That is surely the police had to pull don't, him over for that don't, one. Don't drink and slay. But yeah, just a good thing you came to our house because I'm sure most, almost anyone else would have made a complaint with the company, but my parents, my family. Nah, Santa, no. come in. Have some grappa. You're great. Yeah. No, well, I mean, speaking of Santa, Santa is like, I mean, he's a gift in some way to all parents. At yeah. this time of the year, mm-hmm. because the whole month, all parents are saying, "If you don't go to bed, I'm telling Santa." Yeah. I mean, it's Santa so Papa. problematic. <laughs> it's so creepy that we give our kids the threat that there's some stalker man, like grown man, watching them at all times, mm. and their privacy is completely gone. But it is brilliant. It right? is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's great, and. It's a wonderful sort of time for bribery for children at this time of the year. 
Um, <laughs> I, uh, and when you take the kids to go see Santa, I, I went to the Santa photo. Yes, yeah, you have to photo. do Santa photo. You have to. As a parent, it's a requirement. If you celebrate Christmas, yeah, you've got to get that milestone photo in. And it's a great shitty gift to every family member. Oh, tick off all the grandparents. <laughs> done. Here is this terrible photo. This terribly this posed terrible photo, photo with someone that's not a, a stranger. Part of our family. Yeah, a stranger, isn't it? Um, exactly. Merry Christmas. But our Santa this year, the kids turn up, and I must say, our photo slayed. Oh god! Yeah. Oh, Excuse girl, the Christmas don't, puns. Don't even. It slayed this year because my kids wore matching suits. Adorable. I, yeah. I do try and. Do something a bit edgy with my photos. Yeah. Every year. Last year we had all the pets involved. I know, yeah. This brilliant. year I went, we've got too many. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's and Santa happen. was really scared last year. Yeah. But um, they turned up and Santa had a really thick English accent. Yeah. Manchester sort of accent. And my kids looked at me like I thought he was from North Pole, not Europe. Well, what is the North Pole accent? I have yeah, no got you idea. there. So he could very well. You know what? Maybe Santa's an expat. You isn't don't he, know. Isn't he meant to have a global accent? He's probably meant to speak in every type of language. I think he, he can. He's. I think. But with I what think accent? So. I know. I know. Like Siri. Like yeah, <laughs> that's what it's gonna be. Siri accent. Santa, I don't believe that you've got an English accent. Yeah. That's wrong. Then I have to try and defend it to my kids. Yeah. This isn't an imposter. This is the Santa. No. 100%. Anyway, this year, though, my challenge for this week, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's, it's always every year I'm riddled with, like, consumerism guilt. So it is a yearly challenge. But my challenge was to make sure that my kids, because it's a hard time of year for lots of people, and Mm -hmm. my kids are so bloody privileged. I just wanted them to be sort of aware of this. And... Most years um, we have a tradition where we get rid of old toys and we donate them or we do something for charity in whatever way it is. But um, I had already done all that in November because I was finally organised for one time in my (laughs) whole life. (laughs) So I didn't really know what to do and my kids don't even know this yet, but I did come up with a little thing that I am feeling better about now. Mm -hmm. And that is I... As much as I hate the consumerism side, this year I really splashed out, Mm -hmm. saved up and got quite large presents for my kids. Mm -hmm. The girls are getting these ride-on cars. I've got to tell you, as someone that doesn't have a car, I'm so jealous. Darling, how do you think I feel not having a license? (laughs) I just want to get in this car. It looks so flashy. I'm just like, I want one. And it's got its own radio. I've... Bejazzled it. Oh, I've pimped out their ride. Right, I've worked literally. really hard yeah. on it. And I'm sorry, you worked really hard on it, or your I, sister worked really hard on it. Yeah, well, I did get my sister yeah, help me. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. Just yeah. give credit where credit's due. Okay. Well, anyway, put a lot of effort in, <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion that they're going to get these massive presents, and they're going to see their cousins and things who I don't know what they're getting. And they go to a public school and all this sort of stuff. And I don't want them thinking that Santa brings these big presents to kids that come from, you know, better situations. Yeah. And then some kids might not get anything. And Right, so you want... Well, not, not get anything, but they might get a really a much smaller present. Yeah. So you'd want to kind of have an even playing field 
for yeah. Santa because... If anything, I want them to get less so my kids work harder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want them to go... Look, you were naughty on this date and this exactly. date and that's why Santa brought you something really crap. But Mikey, Mum made up for Mikey it. Mikey at school got a massive present and you only got X, Y, and yeah. Z. Right? Work harder. Actually, yeah. Maybe Come if on, you kids. tried a little harder, exactly. you could have got something better from Santa. So we have decided, and I, I suppose it was a bit of a weak challenge, but it was actually a challenge where I had to sit down with Liam and discuss what we wanted out of Christmas, which is an interesting conversation to mm. have. And I said to him, I'm, I sort of put it out there, that I think we should give a little present from Santa and a big present from us, and he was in complete agreement. Yeah. Because growing up, Liam said that... He actually didn't get a present from his parents. It was all from, all Santa. from Santa. And I always got the big presents from Santa mm-hmm. until at age 12 my parents told me that Santa was made up and then they made me wrap all my siblings' gifts. I know, brutal way to find out. And super late to find out, mind you. Yeah, God, true. I was trusting. <laughs> I was eight. And, if, and when I was eight, like my mum let it slip. Because she said, my friend said, oh, where'd you get this from? And mum said, oh, Toys R Us. And I was like, hmm. I was into I was like, babe, Santa gave me that. And even then, so mum was like, crap, not only have I ruined Santa for you, I've also ruined it for this child who is not mine. So good one, mum. But I was always like, yeah, I knew it was real. I knew he wasn't real. I know. I mean, I sort of did, but it's that thing where if I don't believe. You're on the brink of puberty and you still believe in Santa. No, I didn't hit puberty until I was 16. Oh. Let's not even start on that. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's not even go Let's there. Go the fact that. that I was having sex before I got my period. Anyway! Oh. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was pretty late and I found a <laughs> So anyway, we had this conversation and it was really good. And then I said to Liam, I don't know if other parents do this, but... You know the Christmas stocking and you just get random little crap and, you know, whatever. Mm. I I decided to just throw in stuff that they needed, like toothbrushes, sunscreen. I pretty much went to the stationery aisle and I was like, what do they need for school next year? School socks yeah. and pens and all the things they need. to buy it anyway. Exactly. So, Two birds, one stone. The Christmas stocking, does anyone really... That's not where the major presents are lying, you know. The major presents aren't in the stocking, so... Yeah, exactly. You can, you've got a bit of leeway. Although, yeah. if I got a glue stick for Christmas, oh, hell, I could use a glue it's stick as it is. one glue stick up on what you already didn't have. Exactly. You know? That's right. So, I must admit, I am a little bit of a control freak yeah. about buying gifts. And it's that thing, you know, um, how you see on the internet all the time when it says... The presents addressed from mum and dad, mm-hmm. and you know, dad has no idea no what's idea. in this present. No. <laughs> that is my family. Yeah, I do all of the buying for Liam's side of the family and uh-huh. my side of the family, and I am a bit of, contro- of a control freak, but I know why, and that's because when I was mm. a little bitsy girl, I would always be the one that would buy the present. Yeah, not my dad, which I think, yeah, Liam does that. Liam buys, from- yeah, anyway, so. This one year I couldn't do it because I was in a dance at Stedford or something. <laughs> um, it's just funny if, you th- if you've seen my dance moves now that my parents paid for dance lessons. But anyway, hilarious. So I was in a dance at Stedford and I couldn't go and buy mum her Mother's Day gift. Yeah. So my dad and my brother went out to buy the gifts. I hope they the spoiled next day, 
Well, you tell me. You said that you'd appreciate a glue stick, so maybe you really would appreciate this. But the next day we gave mum the Mother's Day gift and I had no idea what they bought, but yeah. I was trying to be trusting and not A-type personality. Mm-hmm. Let it slide. Yeah. Let everyone have their turn. My name is written on the card, exactly. so it better be good. Yep. And, you know, my brother's turn to show his appreciation for my yeah, mother. I get it. My mother got a pack of Explorer socks, men's, not even women's, <laughs> Explorer socks, a keyhole light for her keychain so that... If you can't see where you're putting your key, there's a little tiny light you could yeah, shine, shine in it. And useful. a pack of blue Bic pens, not even black. My A-type personality <laughs> even freaked out over that. You're meant to have black, not blue. Wait, was she notoriously known for misplacing Bics or always being, you know, where have you got a pen? Have you got a Bianca, pen? Bianca, they went to Aussie Disposal Stop for it. my mother's day, my mother's Mother's Day present. Stop it. So now. That just kicked me into overdrive for yeah. the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I've always like gone above and beyond, not just buying, but really thoughtful gifts. I'm the one that yeah. you know bakes cookies and I drew my dad a whole family tree one year. Brilliant. By hand. By hand. Because I just get out of control. Yeah. But yeah, so now I can't help it. You like and to give good gifts. Yeah, exactly. Well, so now I'm just before. really, really uptight around yeah. this time of the year because I'm trying to juggle everyone and I'm trying to do it myself. Yeah. And I just want to say, too, that online businesses, if you don't have express shipping... Oh, my God. Wait. Excuse baby Jesus, who is probably turning over right now, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't have express shipping, yeah. nah, not dealing with you, can't buy from you. Yeah. Well, so I, I, I sound like I've got really uptight. No. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like, you know, baby Jesus, uh, look... Uh, is is Christmas like with the commercialism? Is Christmas even about baby Jesus? No, isn't it Santa's birthday? Isn't that essential? Well, I think that your challenge might be to come to church with me. Um, me. But actually, speaking of Santa, look, I I'm not one to accuse anyone of anything, but I think he's a bit dodgy. I think he's dodgy. Please don't break my heart again. Look, like I was when I was twelve. What? I, what? I just don't know what his motives could be. You know, living up there. It's about giving selflessly. Nah, he's living up there in the North Pole. He's distributing toys, right? And Mm. I'm using toys with air quotations here. I'm just saying that I think he might have something else. I think he might might have something else in his sack. Something, and I'm just going to say illegal substances. But when you think about it, and just think about it real quick, he has a sleigh. So he's not going through customs, girl. You're not going to see Santa on Border Patrol. He hey. could sneak anything into any country quite easily. Yeah, I do find the border security a little bit lapses <laughs> around that time. Particularly around Santa. Yeah, and I, I think you're... What, you're trying to tell me that he's a, like a bikey I think he might. With his long he, beard. Look, if Santa hasn't thought about getting into the drug dealing industry, then he's an idiot. But I'm pretty sure he might already be in it. I don't... And, and he uses... He goes up and down a chimney. A chimney... Hello, that's a metaphor for substances going up and down through. Okay, so I think you've way overanalyzed that. Yeah. And also, weren't you the one that was, like, trying to tell me Santa wasn't real? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure if, like, this is... Look, the Santa Claus in my reality would be a drug dealer. That's all I'm saying, okay? Oh, my... And so my kids are just sitting on the knee of a drug dealer taking a photo to give to the grandparents area. Is that what you're trying to say? You chose to give that... I'm just saying... 
that Santa's got to monopolize his business somehow. And Santa, if you're listening out there, mate, it's just maybe a career choice you haven't thought about. But I'm just saying, why would he have a sleigh? It's the year 2017. He wants to get it's through It's a customers. magical sleigh. It flies. By Rudolph and all of his... Rudolph. Well, if you're talking about problematic, I have a problem with Rudolph. Well, not Rudolph. I feel really bad for Rudolph. But I love Rudolph. Do you know what I hate? Is yeah. that all of the... They all laughed at him. All of his peers. Mm-hmm. Ha ha, Rudolph with the red nose. Ha 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 ha. And then as soon as he had use for them, yeah. they all liked him. It's like bullyers bullying and then oh, all of a sudden you've got something that we can gain from yeah it's like it's like a disability rights bloody metaphor isn't it really it? is isn't yeah, it it's so so and then they loved him then all the reindeers loved him and they of shouted course. out with glee I actually I'm not yippee <laughs> we can benefit from you yeah. don't sing it because I don't no, know I'm if not allowed to sing it yeah, no, don't no, have no, the rights no, no, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is great what was your Love challenge then well my challenge as I'm sure you can tell by my accusation of calling Santa a drug dealer, is that I have a real problem with Christmas. Not so much a problem. So just... this was like the Grinch coming out of its cave. Okay. Is that what you're trying it's to tell not... me? I would just like to point out that the Grinch <clears throat> didn't hate people, because I've seen that going around on the internet, that the Grinch didn't hate Christmas, he hated people, and that's fair. And that's not true at all. The Grinch didn't like the commercialism of Christmas, okay? And then at the very end of the movie, when he destroys all of the commercialism of Christmas and then all of the Who's join hands together and they're like, we still got each other, that's when his heart grows and he learns to love because he's like, it's not just about the gifts. So, yeah, call me a Grinch because, essentially, I don't like the... Because you're green and glitz. fairy. I'm green and fairy. And, <laughs> but I don't, I don't really get into the whole... Uh, Christmas thing and I've been trying really really hard because I'm hosting Orphan Christmas this year. Explain Orphan Christmas. So Orphan Christmas I'm sure people have heard of this but it's where you know if you live away from your family or you know you don't you're not really tight with your your family you've maybe had a falling out or they've passed away so it's just where you and your friends get together and you have your own family Christmas. Yeah. Yeah which is nice. I think it's beautiful. It's lovely. Oh, look at what Christmas does. I know. See, and you can choose. You can choose your own family. Not saying that I don't love my family, but obviously I live interstate from my family, and sometimes it's difficult to get there. So, and I obviously have a family here of friends and and I guess my husband's family. Okay, we've got a family. Okay, but <laughs> a family of friends, and so I'm hosting it, and I kind of just realised, shit, I've got like. 30 people coming to my house and I've done no, nothing. Zip. And you're nothing. a little bit bitter on the old Christmas. And I'm a bit bitter on the old Christmas. So I'm not going to get into the commercialism side of Christmas. I'm not buying any bonbons because I just think, like, I cringe to think of how much landfill is going in because of Christmas decorations and stuff. So I'm not doing that. But I did try to get into the Christmas spirit a little bit, you know, just to feel that hmm. Christmas feeling. Mm. Um, which is hard because how do you do that? Well, I started by watching Christmas movies because that always gives you a good feel, but not me. I must be the word. I'm just you. You. You suddenly you really bring something out in you, doesn't it? So, but not me. But not me. I can't watch a Christmas movie and just be happy. No, look. Okay, love actually. I can't. I can't with this movie. I'm just cringing at how many people you're just about to upset. Okay. I I don't get it. I don't like movies, one, where there's no main storyline. You know? It's just lots There's of, lots of storylines. Yeah, exactly. That's lovely. 
No, it's shit. You get bang for your buck. No, you watch a couple of movies. I'm not one. invested in any of the relationships enough. The only one I might have cared about was like Hugh Grant with the sweary girl at his. I want to say Kirribilli House, but wherever the prime minister lives over there, because that kind of made me think. You know, I could get a prime minister really if she can. You know, I wouldn't, but. I got a tattoo artist. Mouthy chicks could definitely yeah. get a politician. So the issue that I have, and particularly around this time of year, is that freaking scene. You know the scene. The famous scene where Kira Knightley comes outside with her face and she opens the door and there's this guy standing there and he says, pretend it's Carolers, you know, shush, and plays a video. And she's like, oh, it's Carolers, love. And then he starts out with this thing that says, you know, it's Christmas and at Christmas time you tell the truth and to me you're perfect, I'll always love you kind of thing. Now, people share this. It's coming up on my feed all the time and I just, I don't understand why people consider this to be sweet. Annie, could you imagine, just imagine, let me lay the scene for you. It's Christmas Eve. You're chilling on the couch with Liam. Right. And I come to the door and Liam answers and he goes, hello? Okay, that's my voice for Liam. Yeah, and it always and is. I go. That's not standard footballer <laughs> voice, is it? And I go, <sighs> and I say, Liam, shush, say it's Carolers, and Liam's like, oh, it's just Car- it's just Carolers. I'd be like, first of all, I want to see these Carolers. <laughs> like, who doesn't get off the couch to go and see Carolers? I wouldn't. The Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. And then I've just started writing these pre-prepared cards that I've written, and I'm just saying, Liam, look, I love you. Um. I'm with someone else or I might be with someone else, but to me, you're perfect. And then I left. So the podcast probably would die. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be the start. Second thing is I would have always been there, so it would have been awkward, but even if I wasn't and then I came to the door at the end or something, there would have been a Christmas scrag pie out on the front. Yeah, that's true. exactly. It doesn't – I don't see why people – Yeah, I can, I can understand. Yeah. I can understand so, why you've got a big issue with it. Yeah, I've got a problem with that – Christmas movies. So. I do love, though, in Love Actually, where, you know, they show the footage of all the people seeing each other at the airport. Oh, yeah. And they're cute. kissing and stuff, yeah. and it's so sweet. Well, I tried to reenact that once. It didn't work. <laughs> I went on a trip to China with my family, and I was already in China because I happened to be overseas anyway. So I got a flight to China, and then Liam travelled by himself with three children on an aeroplane and they're really small he gets to the end and I'm standing there waiting for them to come through the doors and I've like got my arms wide open someone get the video camera ready like this is going to be amazing reunited with their mother they're in another country they all walked out completely sleep deprived Liam walked out with all of the suitcases stacked up and one of the kids on top. So he couldn't exactly run to me. No. And they pretty much all grunted at me when they saw me. And Liam was like, I can't believe you made me fly with three <laughs> little kids. The first thing he said to me was, I've had no sleep. I'm like, oh, okay, we don't have to do anything on our first day of holidays. Well, there you, there you have it. That's Probably more, not the reality. That's the more reality version of Love Actually. <laughs> that's exactly what, that's why this movie's bullshit. Okay? I know. <laughs> I wanted, that was not trying to have a love actually. Well, I your, just wanted I wanted to have a little love actually moment. What's your favourite? Okay, Christmas? so I sat down the other day. I I love Home Alone two. Home Alone one, yeah, great, but two in New York, brilliant. And having just been to New York for the first time, oh, it is the one place that actually is like the postcards and the movies, mm-hmm. you know. Don't Everything. get me started on California. Guys, 
your marketing is so fantastic, but you've airbrushed the crap out of that place. It's not the same. It's still great, wonderful, Mm. but New York, my gosh, it's so like the movies. So I thought, oh, I'm going to be a bit nostalgic and I'm going to sit down. And and then Trump walks out. Did you forget that Trump is in that movie? He totally does a cameo, yeah. Nah. Nah, yeah, you forgot. No, it just ruined it. Yeah, I know. Oh, and I really wanted to get happy about the lady with the pigeons, but... Do you know what also ruined Home Alone? derailed it, because Trump... Home Alone gets ruined as well, because you think, God, Macaulay Culkin was such a cutie, and then... Yeah, not so much. And also, (laughs) watching it through a parent's eyes, how the hell did... How did your kid get on a plane and go to somewhere else? Well, it doesn't make a... I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, kind of like drug Santa. That makes perfect sense. That makes more sense. But look, the best Christmas movie of all time, hands down, is Die Hard, 100%. And Are we talking about Christmas? I've, why are you bringing up Die Hard? Because it's the it's a Christmas movie. It's Have not, you not seen it? I've never seen Die Hard. Don't judge me. Annie, Look at your face. Annie. Oh, your... girl. It is the be- one of the best movies of all time. Forget Christmas. Like, Isn't it an action movie? Yeah, but it's set at Christmas. Oh, is it? See, yeah. I don't even know that. One and two are set at Christmas. Oh. They're so good. And you've got Hans Gruber, who is ooh, the classiest and sexiest movie villain of all time. Ooh. Yes. And it is just so good. I mean, the, the movie is amazing. You've got to watch it. But it's definitely the best Christmas movie. And I watched that one and I kind of got more into the Christmas spirit. Is it a movie actually. I can watch with my children? No, I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's an adult. It's like Bad Santa. I wouldn't recommend it, but it's really good. You've got to watch that one. But I also, other than watching Christmas movies, I started listening to Christmas songs. You know, got okay. that Michael Bublé coming out. I love Christmas songs, but then after, you you know, a shopping centre for too long, it's like, mm. oh, wow, that's, Mariah Carey can get grinding after yeah, a little while. I know. But that's the thing, like, so Mariah Carey, obviously, her big hit, but Michael Bublé, does he actually sing anything else but Christmas songs? Does he have anything else? Does he just do covers? Honestly, I'm asking legitimately. I don't know. I, well, only yes, known for Christmas he does. Songs. And... You know those shelves where you they have the CDs. Yeah, he's always at it's about always... number one at this time of the year. <laughs> but, by your mother. But I okay, so I'm listening to these Christmas songs, and it's not doing anything. I'm not getting into the Christmas spirit at all because I all I can just you see... sound like you failed this challenge. Oh. I'm actually worried that I, you. 100% I don't know where this is going, but I feel like this might be ending badly. So first song that I have a gripe with, I've just got gripes with everything. I seriously am a Grinch. Okay, Santa Baby. It's too sexual. Well, and we and, can't sing it. And we can't sing it. Commercial music. But I would like to point out that this does tie in with my drug dealing theory on Santa because it's very much like Scarface, you know, in the North Pole, first you get the money, then you get the power, and then you get the women. And obviously Santa's got this chick gunning for him. She wants him to... Isn't that just like the version, though, of Mallory Monroe singing Happy Birthday? I'm not going to do it because yes, I'm clearly not a Yes, but she's doing it to Santa. Yeah, but that was the president. Have you thought of Santa being sexy? I think sexy? the president of the United States, not the current one because he's a mess, but is a little bit more important than Santa? No? Santa Toys? Come on down, down the chimney. chimney. Oh, we couldn't help it. Yeah, we I'm couldn't sorry. help it. So, but another song that I had a problem with. So here we go again. 
is it's cold outside. Yeah. Well, first of all, in Australia, it's not cold. I know, it's not cold. It's hot it's outside. Come, it's... come inside where the air con is, is it's... what all of the restaurants say. It is sweltering out here, man. But, you know, the thing that I have a problem with is it's, it's, it's consent. She is saying, babe, like, I've got to go home, please. And he's like, no. All right, I'll let you have yeah. that one. I'm and all she, about the consent. And she said, you know, consent can't come after you do, mate. And she's like, hey, what's in this drink? Sorry, are you trying to tell me that Santa is now Harvey Weinstein and is just you using his power <laughs> to <laughs> manipulate women? You said I'm it, not so... me. No, but that's what the lyrics go. He says, like, she, she's like, you know, I really can't step but oh, okay, I'm not going to sing but it. Baby, but it's but the lyrics, yeah, and she goes like, you know, he's like, what he says, what's the sense in hurting my pride? Tell me that is not. Consent. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. All right. That's pretty bad. I'm going to take that one. So that was all the Christmas music that I listened to. I think you're forgetting one thing. No, I don't. Are you looking No, like, I don't I, think I am. I wrote I this on my phone oh. to make sure I bring it up, right? Why are you going to do so, about this, girl? <laughs> I grew up in a Catholic family, so all of my Christmas songs are like, oh, actually, they really, really upset me. You know, there's this pregnant woman getting rejected from all these places like who rejects a pregnant woman from... I know didn't she, well, she can... end up in a manger barn. a yeah. barn the baby was put in a manger oh it's so oh, sad oh okay right but oh. I kind of like it at the same time because the animal lover in me is kind of like oh, I wish I was born amongst like yeah that's how Bindi Irwin surely was born isn't it yeah like probably crocky the side yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then she wasn't put in a manger. She was put in like a wallaby's like little pouch. pouch. Yeah, totally right. It's like my is, ideal birth in hindsight. So accurate on Bindi Owen, a hundred percent. So crikey, she's here. Yeah. Um, I pretty much ha- had only religious songs mm. growing up, other than like a yeah. couple of little kitty songs. Yeah. Bianca, you are the chalk to my cheese because you know exactly what I'm just about to say. I do know what you're about to say. A little while ago, Bianca was over and we were talking about her father, of which I'll let you go into the story about your dad. But her dad was a very famous pop star and he is on YouTube Uh singing Christmas Croatian (laughs) songs. Songs. It's actually. Unreal. Unreal. (laughs) So just to like give some background, my dad was in Eurovision so just (laughs) are you chicken bocking bragging me is that what you're every time you brag I'm just gonna be if I was gonna brag I would also drop that my mom was Miss Yugoslavia which I didn't but now that you've (laughs) (laughs) just to add so we've got like music in my family and good luck yeah Uh, my my dad was in the seminary to become a priest of which he didn't do because he obviously likes sex I think yeah says me who just admitted that I exactly like before before you got your period whatever like it's Christmas time (laughs) again let's move on um but yeah so my dad was a uh 80s Croatian pop music icon let's say and yeah I made the foolish mistake of showing Annie um one of his Christmas hits no, oh. you didn't show me the Christmas hit, babe. Oh, I you, showed you a different an 80s hit. clip. Yeah. Of him 
having girls jump in and out of a pool. <laughs> and it was amazing because he was so before Boomerang on Instagram. Oh, my God. He invented it. I actually think you need to chase up the royalties on Boomerang. <laughs> I know. He because they did it. that in the in the clip and it was amazing. It's so 80s and it's so hilarious. But um, we could sing it, but... So what happened was we watched this thing and then I grabbed his band name and his name and then I found some interviews by him and then, oh, what's this? It is Bianca's dad and all of the best Croatian pop stars of the time essentially doing a thing like Live Aid. Like Live Aid for Christmas. And they'd come up with this amazing song of which we have absolutely no idea what the words are. Don't know what this And we rang Bianca's mum to ask her what does this mean? Like this. And she was like, you're not talking Croatian. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) But it was the most wonderful thing I have ever watched. That did get me into the Christmas spirit, I will say. I mean, look, we could sing the song because I have the royalties, but... I don't know if I have to... I don't, I don't know how it works. And, and you know what? My, I don't... Because my brother and I share the royalties and I don't want to play the song and then him sue me because Ooh. of his half of the royalties. <laughs> so if anyone does want to ever hear the song, we can probably post it on social, media. on social media. We'll put it on Because I would really hope to kind of get a throwback. Let's, like, make Croatian yep. 80s pop music popular again because then it will really help my uh, Your royalties. <laughs> it would really help out at And Christmas just time. for people wondering, when they do find this clip, he's wearing the most glorious lemon-coloured suit. Yeah. He's got a big handlebar moustache. Actually, no, he doesn't and, have a moustache at that time. He's just wearing oh, sunglasses. Everyone else is wearing the other black. One. Yeah, 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 he shaved it for the occasion, of course. Yeah. Christmas, yeah. So it and it's glorious. And can we like can we sing a tune? I think yeah, it's like Bozich Nolazi, Bozich Nolazi, Rudy I really don't I, know Croatian. And I, I don't know how Croatian. your mum didn't know what we were talking about. I know, because clearly we hit the nail on the head there. Yeah, but your father's passed away. Yeah, my dad other- passed away and Christmas time always was a really good time because um, he did live in Croatia and we obviously lived in Australia and Christmas time was the time that he would come because we were on long school holidays so we would spend pretty much the whole school holidays with dad which was great because hmm. we, we didn't get to see him. The last Christmas that we had with him, oh god, oh lordy lord. I gotta, I'm just going to preempt this story by saying that my mum is an absolute trooper. Right. An absolute trooper. So... Uh, my dad passed away in 99, but the year before that, 98, my mum got remarried. And she got married two days after Christmas. So basically it was like she'll get married directly after Christmas. Dad will come look after us. We'll have a Christmas with him and she's going to go on her honeymoon. Sounds right. brilliant. No worries. And my mum and my dad are really close. So obviously he's going to stay at our house. So mum goes to the airport, picks up my dad and brings him home. And my mum says to my stepdad, her new husband, come on, you've got to come meet my ex-husband and... You know, he's like, oh, all right. And my step, my dad, being the Croatian, comes out with a bottle of scotch and says, let's drink. We drink. Let's make this easier. Let's just have a drink, right? Okay. Now, obviously, because he's Croatian, they got pretty loose, right? right. Like, they're, they're drinking all night. And mum's kind of taken the brunt here because they, they really bonded by taking the piss out of her. That's how they became friends. That's awful. I, I would be so mad to be ganged up on like that. Could you imagine your ex-husband and your husband of a day sitting around till 3am taking the piss out of you? No. Uh, I would not be approving of that at all. Such a trooper. Such a trooper. But 
basically the next day they're leaving to go on the honeymoon and my stepdad drunkenly now loves my dad they're best of mates says to my dad why don't you come with us on the honeymoon yeah on her honeymoon and sorry and you were going on the honeymoon so what then happened mum said well who's gonna look after the kids grant's like bring them all so on their honeymoon (laughs) it was you and your brother and your father, yeah, her ex-husband, yeah, and her so and her new husband. What the I hell? Know. <laughs> that is a honeymoon nightmare. Yeah, that's my. That, that is just so saying. Christmas was taken away from her. Christmas that year. was not. We didn't even celebrate Christmas. We were now celebrating with my dad and my stepdad and my mum. This Do you know what? Family. It's not horrible. I think it's lovely that you all came together. <laughs> the only thing is, it sounds like it might have been a honeymoon. For your two dads. Yeah. And your mum was like, now I've got to look after the kids. They really Because they're going and getting drunk on my honeymoon. That's it. Mum was just thinking, what kind of honeymoon is this? But it was a good time. And I mean, when I look back on it, it was the last year that we had with him in Australia. So bloody, it's, I think it's that's nice. Lovely. It is nice. And I think it's so nice that we found your dad's music video around Christmas because we could have found that at the start of the year yeah. we could have found that you know at any it other time you into the we found your dad's Christmas yeah. video around Christmas mm-hmm. I feel like he's come and given you a like a Christmas gift from the folk I mean it's it's probably more appropriate for Easter you sort of feel like he's resurrecting <laughs> in some way dad's risen again he's here yeah. I think it's lovely it is lovely so that's that is probably the only thing that's going to get me in the Christmas spirit. That, and I think I might, in, like, the Croatian nod to my dad, have some grappa. That's yeah. the real Christmas spirit. Yeah. Although, like, I really don't want to because it's absolutely terrible. But for dad, I'll have some for grappa. Dad. For dad, I'll do some grappa. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas. There, there we go. Let's wrap up I think, the... Uh... I think that you actually have come full circle. You started really, really bad. Yeah. <laughs> And now it's come back to family, family and that's what it's all about. And that's about. what it's all about. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. Merry Christmas. I know. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We can't take you out on a tune because we don't have commercial rights we to any of the music. We don't have commercial rights to the music, but... So, we could... Oh, wait, we'll hold sing on. A- What's in your Christmas? Because obviously, with our intro, and I would just like to point out, my dad would probably be rolling over in his grave right now, considering that he's a musician, <laughs> and knowing what our intro is, how bad it is. But we'll we'll sing you out with okay. a Christmas song Merry that we're Christmas. gonna. This is ad libbing. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! It's Woo. a good time of the year, even though Santa is a drug dealer and commercialism is right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's Christmas. And the Grinch is not evil because family, family. Yeah, Christmas. That's it. Time is (laughs) upon us, and baby Jesus is being born.